and welcome back to the Ox Unplugged, where our audio quality is as good as our topics. I am Crispy Kraut, and today we have a very special episode for you, where we get into details about the somewhat of a mistake of a founding of what we call the Ox. I am Halion. And um, in order to kind of go into detail about this, because we more just kind of showed up to the party, uh, we have two people here with us who are sort of to blame for what happened. I, I, yeah, you could say that. Sure. Sure. That sounds yeah. reasonable. Yeah, sure. And there's me, Diggs. Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, it's a great start already. Oh, it's all right. So, yeah. I mean, the, the only, what is this saying? How much does a polar bear weigh? Heavy enough to break the ice. Nice. I uh, so, so the the thing is, is uh, I suppose at one year you look back at something and wonder, how did I get here? This is not my house, right? <laughs> that that <laughs> whole um, saying. The auxiliary was born out of more or less a growing idea of what to call um, the greater fan base because most content creators try to label their fan base and try to say you are x you are y you must be this and they try to speak for their fan base as some sort of pseudo advocate or like hello legionnaires <laughs> yeah but more in the sense of saying what people should be supporting thinking feeling and using that as kind of leverage and I, I've always spoken against for five, six years now, Diggs, Diggs will probably back me up on this. I've spoken against the dangers of the parasocial relationship where it's very easy for a content creator to go very bad by trying to put their foot in and tell people how to vote, how to feel, what to eat, what products are good, what are bad, how to spend your money, um, and trying to reach through the screen or through the earpiece to grab a part of your soul and use that as fabric for whatever they're doing, if not quick financial gain. Uh, it is an exploitative measure, and I have purposefully done as much as I can to try to dissuade people from that time and again. But... Eventually, there does come a time where the fan base grows and people are going to start gathering regardless. And if you don't give them a place, they'll make one. And that is the nature of humanity. We are a tribal, tribal entity of people and things and ideas. And any idea that survives long enough is going to draw people into its sphere or orbit. And so to make sure that this was good, kosher, and decent, um, at least as moral as it could be, as strange as these times are, um, I, I said that, you know, if, if there is a legion, if the strength of the Roman legion was measured in its cohorts and order, the variety of the auxiliary, its attendant forces from you know, uh, cataphracts to Parthian archers to many other things certainly represented the greater diversity. And, of course, appropriate theater strength for the Legion as it goes around. It is not practical to put everyone in a Legion, but almost anyone can serve in an auxiliary. And in many cases, the auxiliary did reap the enormity of the benefits. So it seemed an apt description. However, in terms of orchestration, leadership, and development, uh, Mr. Diggs certainly had a greater hand. And if anything, I only served as a notional architect and idea guy, but I am no leader, merely a figurehead. Well, so well, yeah, it, uh, it was essentially a 
it was created out of spite because too many people were complaining that they couldn't get their helping text content onto the Black Pants Legion YouTube. Um, we ha- I was in a voice chat with a bunch of Legionnaires, and they were talking about they recorded this for text a couple months ago, and they haven't seen it on the channel. And it's usually someone who did some average to local. I'm not going to name any names, of course, but there was a few in there that said, "Yeah, I help he because." prefacing this sorry i'll go back a little bit text yeah, put out a call some context yeah 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 the text put out a call to the black pants legion to help him with some content stuff because he was going heavily into one of his previous very important jobs and so he thought it would be easy if if the legion made his content he could put it up there and it kind of fill in the gaps because if you guys are older members of the black pants legion you know this guy he used to put out like two or three videos a day and he I, had I in his mind he had to keep up with that yeah, yeah he I was, was crazy. I was, I was crazy in that. And it, it was there, but I came from an era of YouTube, to be honest, where people did that normally. Then again, they just didn't do it for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if but, I remember your 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 videos were they weren't short ones either. They were long like, at least an hour. So I was two of those in many ways, I was in many ways like one of the last long players. But it's it's really strange because I, to me, I remember when everyone was doing it, and it was just what you did. It's it wasn't it wasn't something that was remarkable or new or crazy. It was just the way things were done. Um, it wasn't until many years later I looked up and saw people doing crazier and crazier, more inventive, heavily edited, much shorter content. Um, and I, I was kind of blown away by that. But Diggs, please go ahead. Don't let us interrupt. Oh no! Yeah, so sorry. so he did a quick reach out hey if anyone in the legion wants to make some content uh bearing circumstances it would be good to fill up the channel with some of the community stuff so kind of like an early proto of what like wpl 76 came into but with a little bit a lot less work actually what happened quickly is a lot of people got the call to help techs and it turned out that they were swamped in decent to subpar uh, content submitted by like a dozen or so members of the legion and then he realized not only can he not just blindly throw these up because he has no idea about the quality, but also people aren't trained not to speak about like personal things or have people come in the background or say something not worth it. So suddenly all of Texas editors are going through half. Not only does Tex have to watch the content they submit, his editors do too. And if they deem it good enough, then the editors have to go back and skim it, which and then through it. Yeah. What was what? what was he they helping him with if they were giving him a whole bunch of work and i oh, about a little bit over a year ago because our anniversary for the wpl 76 passed uh, a little bit ago um but the ox came into fruition after we had like a decent base and uh the blue gentleman of the auxiliary actually came to me and was like hey so a couple of us were talking in chat on discord and we were thinking about putting together like a discord for the fans and i'm like uh, I mean, you guys can do what you want. It's Discord, so you do your thing. And I completely forgot. Like, I was like, okay, they're going to go do that thing. And then Blue invited me. And I was thinking, it's like, you know, we've been we've been a closed community for a while. And I think in this situation, I think we, the Black Pants Legion proper, should just see what a public-facing Discord would be like. Because we know the, the trash of actual fully open public Discords and the stuff that can happen in there. Um, yeah, I but this th- was I think this was like a, a narrow seen, entryway. I, I think anyone there has seen the horrors of like open facing Discord. <laughs> oh yeah, much so. 
Oh yeah, it's it's one of those things where a content creator will say like, "Hey, I have a public facing Discord," and they're technically in it, but you'll yeah. go look on the right hand side, and it's like, "Hey, there's all the people who paid on Patreon to have like a gold title or something, and they they have a special room, but like no one helps them and no one talks to them, and it's yeah. it's like there's a like a shit post room. There, there's yeah. like two active text channels, and no one ever in voice unless the guy who's like pops in and he learned the first time he popped in and got swarmed that he didn't want to pop in anymore. So then he, he says yeah. private chats with me once or twice a month in a private room limited to the first three people who show up, you know, all that. Yeah. yeah that sort of jazz. But oh. yeah, I mean, so there was a lot of people in a room just complaining about not getting their content up there. And I was like, why don't you just do your own channel or better yet, just stream it. Then you've got to edit nothing and it's already out there and no one can take it back. They're like, and then me, Bowser, Rob, and a few others were kind of just like, hey, that's a pretty good idea. We should try to make a channel. I'm like, you know what's a great idea for the name? WBPL76. And they're like, where that? They're all new. Like, all three of those guys weren't here when that happened. So they're like, what? what's that? Yeah. So I'll I sent them that video. Yeah. That, I'll, I'll have to give the, the background for that video. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, uh, so yeah, WPL76 came from, and then text, he he actually just finished talking about this, so this should be a little fun to recap. Yeah, um, so back in the day, we used to have a mayor of the BPL, because people get bored, you know, and it's a bunch of shit posters. So when it gets bored, it turns into, should we have, a, you know, an open mic night? And I mean, Goat used to do frequent open mic when COVID started, like he would just start playing guitar in a room. And people would come in and listen, and Goat would just be in the background playing guitar, taking requests, anything you like. And if you hear anything like tools in the background, I'm doing a trigger job on a Python, so nice. Um, nice. It, it helps me think. Uh, I'm autistic as shit, but I also have a bit of OCD, so if my hands can work, I'm happier. Um, so when when I was when we were doing the mirror thing, we had debates for it. We just decided we were going to have debates. And because we don't half-ass anything, um, we we decided to do a full set of debates, and we had commercials. That's where the lock and gluger by Americans for Americans assembled in the Philippines, you know, um, comes from. And uh, we made commercials for it. Uh, the lo God, it is a whole huge long debate, and it's one of our most flagged videos of all all time because people said this is political it's making fun of politics and i'm like this is literally like a high school debate club shitting on each other it is not anything remotely political it's it's all tongue-in-cheek we got like so many people to throw in their talent do an amazing fucking job it was really really funny i remember the hardest part of that whole thing and this is something most people have never noticed but i will say it here for the first time that whole lower third, which is what you call the little bar that goes along the bottom of the like CNN maybe? or whatever. Yeah. That is all hand typed by me and it doesn't repeat. <laughs> it is literally a long flowing thing and it's almost two hours of lower third. And so that's like, it is a shit post that is making fun of like CNN, Fox News, all, all the news cycle. We did it exactly the same transitions. We use the same effects. Um, but we needed a station call sign for it. So WBPL 76, which is definitely a callback to the older eras of UHF, um, where you would have a call sign W or K in front of your station identifier to signify, you know, signify to the FCC, 
what coast you were on, and where you were located as a transmitter. So since we were at a commercial and we had George Ledoux actually go, coming up on WBPL 76 uh, during that, I was like, that's a perfect name. Technically, it's canon Legion lore that the channel that the Bates were on was WBPL 76. It's not like the most catchy or discoverable, but it had meaning, and that's all we really cared about. Yeah, it um, has to mean something to us. Otherwise, fuck it. Who cares? So uh, first thing I did was jump on Twitch. I took the name BPL76, WBPL76, and KBPL76, just in case. You got to cover your bases. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I said, hey, Rob, you want to go live? I can show you how to set up OBS. He's like, oh, sure. I play <laughs> anything. So everyone knows Rob. Cocaine Rob, he does a lot of... Um, Heroes of Might and Magic, that's kind of his bread and butter, but he's played in quite a few other games and he's had, he also sometimes and hopefully more soon will start showing up for a shitpost Sunday um, with Neff and Sam. But anyways, me, him, and Red Castle Bowser uh, kind of got together. We were the first kind of like managers of the thing. Uh, I, I wanted it because Tex used to tell me stories of how he used to want to own like a old UHF station with like his friends and make weird TV oh, God, and just do whatever love, we want with yeah, it. Yeah. I, I would love to like one of my dreams is to run a rundown UHF station and to transmit and terrorize people within a 30 mile radius, every weird fucking TV program I can make. I'd be like, guess what? It's cooking with uh, stagger. And then staggers just cut loose in the kitchen and it has no idea what's going on. And you're like stagger, make lunch and then just record it as he goes on about the trash Stouffers. fire of whatever. Yeah. He's like, there's no stovers in here. And then just drinks. It would be great. Like I, I want to make the TV that I want to watch. Mm -hmm. So him combined with that, I'm like, well, let's not just do, you know, a, a streamer for day or night or like give them long shifts. Let's just kind of make it blocky like an old station. So people would say, Oh, I got like a couple hours or three hours or whatever hours on these days. And we just kind of took people from a legion who wanted to kind of be creative and see if it was for them. And, um, and it ended up being very fun for us. I mean, not super, like not a huge, like net positive, uh, for like, it's definitely no money anyone could ever live off of, but it's helped a lot of charities and people and the meetup stuff immensely. Um, because it's no longer coming out of like some specific person's uh, pocket. Cause that was an issue in the past. Yeah. Um, like we'd see people we want to meet and would really love to come to the meetup, but they'd just be a little bit financially insecure or have other obligations. And so me or Tex or a couple other people who are kind of legion who had a little bit extra in their purse would say, you know, if I pay for your flight, would you come out? Like you do what they can. And, but it always feel like, oh no, you're going to feel like you're going to owe something. So this was the first time we had a non-text based. Because Tex could fundraise, amazing. he's helped so many people with his fundraisers and personal GoFundMes and all that, that he, um, I was like, this isn't a Tex thing, so it's not like we're dipping into his pocket. W whatever we make here goes right to the Legion to help us exactly. with Legion things. And we've exactly. supplied and funded events, food, and stay for five different meetups now, from the main one. The Australian one, the Eru one, the New Hampshire one, and we're we're kind of like we're waiting on how uh, the the this year's EU one's going to pan out. Um, well, I'm not really sure what's going on there, but like it's been able to help like us get together and you know become real friends and hang out and do weird stuff together in real life, 
It's helped people get out of like small ruts they've been in. It's helped people get their streams set up or improve their quality on it. And and everything else that kind of overflows just goes to like whoever decides to pick a charity. And it's just been really great for the WPL76. But this is about the Ox because it's, <laughs> I just realized that, well, like you said, two it, or three months into that. Yeah. It, like it, Blue it's, Gentleman. Well, yeah. Uh, well, you talking about community. That's kind of something that I wanted to get into uh, with having you guys on is, you mm -hmm. know, um, just the, the fact that both the Ox and the uh, BPL, in a lot of ways, the, the thing that they have in common a lot is that it goes further beyond just being a Discord. It comes being around to being a community for people. Uh, yeah. Like an actual community that helps people and gives back, not just something that's where it's just people talking shit on the Discord. I'm know? a fan of chat. Um, like, yeah, we have very real people here, and there's very few people that are active oh. and part of this community that are anything besides genuinely want to be here and meet people. And that's Absolutely. that's the thing is, I I realize that there again is that hazard of the paraso parasocial relationship um, where you you have a drive of YouTubers to say, I need to be on Twitter, Reddit, social media. I need to have like eight discords. I need to have all of this presence and I need people to be constantly yammering about everything I do, reposting it everywhere. And I need to forge people into an army that only works for me. And my ultimate question is you have limited time on this fucking planet. We've all been reminded, I don't think there's anyone who listens to this podcast at all that won't think back and go, you know, I'm lucky all the time. I think most of us know that we've had a near scraper kiss with death more than once in our life. And it reminds you that your time is limited. So if your time is limited, what do you do with it? What is fame but a four-letter word that means jack and shit unless you use it well? And I am a grade D YouTuber, but... I take my best pride in not making a two-hour video, but saying that, hey, once a year, like an idiot, I can type in meth for kids on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and I can have YouTube flip out, but they can't get rid of the video because it raised 30 grand for ch cancer charity. That's what fame is for. And when you realize that there's other people who believe similarly, and you build a community around that, you can do more good. You can help people find people. You can help people find resources. You can encourage each other to be a better person. And I think that's really what's lacking in the modern internet era. I agree. I mean, I, I to be honest, my um, experience when it comes to online internet communities is pretty limited in comparison because I only really started getting to that more in college just because I was pretty... I, I, I was, a lot of it, it was just more of me not knowing about this kind of stuff, but I could still kind of catch bits and pieces of how the old internet was, where it was a much more open space where people could just do whatever and just have a good time and just express themselves. You know, I still remember the time when it, Google Video was a thing before YouTube be kind of came everything, you know, or just other websites you could go to. You could just type video into, like, anything into Google Video, and it would just take you to any sorts of websites. It wasn't just YouTube or fuck off. So, see, for me, being a, a little bit of one of the the older uh, members of the Ox, uh, you know, I didn't have that uh, predilection to being online. I was not, you know, in all the different discords and things. I I had, you know, dabbled in it here and there, but as you said, text, most of them seemed like they were 
very, very shallow. It was just people there to try to follow a certain thing or a certain person who wasn't really in, you know, interacting with the community. So there was, there was just nothing. It was hollow. And I actually came to the Ox about three months after it started. And it was a game changer for me because I finally found that felt like I found my tribe. You know, here's a bunch of people that, that like similar stuff that just want to hang out and be cool with one another and want to create stuff and inspire each other and encourage each other. And to me, that's, that's the very uh, definition of community is you're building on each other, supporting each other, encouraging each other, um, which, you know, I don't know that if, if it, how many, you know, did you, when y'all started this, did you expect it to last this long or to, nope. to not devolve into, into I, something horrible? I have, I had told Diggs that my intent is not to lord over this place. And Diggs will tell you that I am infuriatingly very flat hierarchy minded. Um, I, I don't like telling people what to do. I'm fairly conflict averse. Uh, which is some something funny to hear for someone who owns so much firepower. Um, but I, he's I'm, willing to deal with conflict. He just doesn't want to do it. Yeah, like, don't make me use this. Yeah, it's like, look, man, I know how. It just doesn't mean I wanna. Um, but when it it's comes down, when it comes down to you know, working with people, I want people to work together. But I also realize if I go into a place that is to be a copy of the culture we've worked so hard in the BPL to cultivate. And believe me, we have worked very hard to cultivate the culture we want, which is to say, keep politics out of this place. Don't hate people. You can love people. You can hate ideas all day. You can be anti any idea you want, but you need to have compassion for a person. Diggs and I both grew up with the Star Trek idea of, you know, you're going to run into people who are so different than you and they're going to make you stare at them in blind eye wonder and Darmok and Jalada at Tanagra and you're going to go, <laughs> what the fuck? But if you be around the people and you share good things with them and you share the good times with them and you share the opportunities with them and you all build each other up, you realize, okay, that Federation thing kind of makes sense you can kind of make a little bit of that Star Trek future. I mean, yeah, we're not going to get a replicator. Sure, we're, we're not going to have a transporter, but we could at least have that common understanding of there are infinite couches out there you can sleep on if you need to, if you're nice to everybody. Mm -hmm. And when we decided to build that culture, and it's a lot of fucking effort, it is a lot of fucking effort to do it that way and not to try to exploit people, not to try to cut people off to not to try to forget people and burn them down and all these other things that just happen when you are a creator. We wanted to make sure that that culture was then exported and launched as a foundational seed for this place, but for it to be honest and for it to be worthy, we could not interfere with an iron hand. We wanted to make certain that the rulership and all of these other things was of course, followed of its own accord, because if you force people to comply, all you'll do is make people mad. But if you show people the good side of what you can do if you work together, it's uplifting for all. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think that the original really question, to the original question, no, I, we, I had no 
I had no belief this place was going to make it. <laughs> well, um, nobody does <laughs> because no. we because we were like we saw what happened to boat bombers uh, public discord and I, I was in a few other ones that kind of went the same way as everyone. It just said. happens. It ha it here's is. my patron discord. That's really all it is. Or it's yeah. just like public. Hey, if you like my stuff, go here. Yeah, but then they don't really do anything in it. So it just kind of sits as like a collection of emotes or whatever. <laughs> and that's neat and all, but it's more commercial than interaction. It's not a community. It's a store. Yeah. And I've been in a and few I, discords like that. Yeah. It, and and like you said, it just, it never held my interest. There was no, I may have interacted with a few people in there, but there was, there was no feeling of community. There was no feeling of common goal or, or commonality at all. And that's mm -hmm. what's so different about the Ox. Well, that's what yeah, we I thought was, was kind of funny is that uh, I know there are people, someone asked me on the Patreon, why should I join the Ox? And I said, well, I fight them on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was there for that war game. The, the well, one Sunday morning. You, you guys talked mad shit. You had guys <laughs> on your end that were talking mad shit about Same war game. War. And I said, listen, I used to be ranked in RTS in StarCraft in the late 90s. Do not, please do not, please do not antagonize me. I, and they were like, I'll do it. I then, as sick as hell, I was, I had a 102 degree fucking fever. And I sat back and I said, I will fight all of you. And I fought nine versus one for 45 minutes until the time elapsed. Did you have like like a couple divisions of partisans just hiding in the woods at, at that, I I did I did an ultimate asymmetrical warfare strategy where I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take everything out of armor personnel carriers and I'm gonna make them all run in the woods and you can go play Where's Waldo with angry Yugoslavians. <laughs> well, the, I mean to, to be fair, the, the young the younger generation always want, wishes to rise up against the uh, the the original. That's just get in line, man. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> it's the day of the belt. But, but no, remember, it's, like, it, yeah. it, well, what I was saying is it's like, but that's good spirited. Like we had that throwdown, and then there's carrier command, and then there's nebula stuff, and what shows it's genuine is. You can whip each other's asses and then laugh about it. That's how it shows it's good-spirited. It's competition in the spirit of competition, not I'm best or you're best. And it shows that the export of culture has been successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that really speaks to it with just how the Ox has kind of mutated its own thing. I mean, you guys made it 100%. as a subset of the BPL, but we've just kind of... We, we've gone off and done like our own shit you know we, we don't we're not just like beholden to the bpl i mean shit we've we've literally like declared independence i think at least five or six times at this point probably more yeah and it's solely um, valid and real so, oh yeah but yeah uh, we, we have our own sort of ways that we do things and you know memes and things and you know we've got our own lexicon we, yes, I mean, they do. We, it's yeah. it's fine. I've I've reviewed some of it. I I think it's funny that you know when people start talking politics, you guys just rise up like no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something intensifies in the chat. Well, it's fine though because it's oh, yeah. it's the people thing of placing themselves as huge to a community because it that is. means it's not mm -hmm. causing ripples. People are just kind of falling in line. Well, and that and exactly. there's other there's other things where it's like. 
you you all gather together to share your time. You have limited time on this earth. You have to spend so much time at work chasing money to pay your fucking bills just to get your broke ass home at the end of the week. Then you have to spend so much time, you know, with your family, your loved ones, your hobbies, what have you. And then if you spend time, especially over COVID, where so many people were cut off from everyone, um, mm -hmm. having a place where you can just be yourself and be whatever you want to be, and no one's going to fucking judge you so long as you're just cool and respectful. That is rare. That's how the old internet used to be. The old internet used to be, it doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter what your name is. It doesn't matter anything. The merit of your idea, the shit of your post is what is the most important thing. That is the only thing people remember you for. Nobody remembers somebody for, oh, it's so-and-so. They're like, oh man, that's the boat murdered guy. Yeah. People remember contributions. People remember the builders. And I'm trying to bring that back in some small way in my own tiny efforts. And I mean, I think I think it really shows. I mean, just everything well, that's gone on in the past year or so, it's just crazy to think how far things have come from just like a bunch of people just doing shit posts to just like we're recording history of what things that have happened. We've got like an entire dictionary of shit. You know, we've all got different emblems and things and and titles and you had merch made you had titles, ox pins yeah. and the the patches from I, meth yeah. weasel, I, the big I, flags i'm staring at a meth weasel flag on my wall right now like that, I just that was think just something funny. i cooked up in an afternoon oh yeah but so I, good. I i think that's funny because it's i can't tell you how many content creators out there that are like that's not official branded merch my brand <laughs> And I'm going, this is great because for years I've said, make your own fucking shit. I don't care. Yeah. And people are doing it. That's, that makes me happy because yeah, I would and... rather you have something that's important to you than something that puts dollars in my wallet that ruins in the wash. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you it, know, I think it actually adds to a community. It, it adds to their, to their engagement when it is encouraged, you know, make your own stuff create your own things you know express your 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 interest in this thing and your appreciation of it in oh, your yeah. own way exactly. that makes that engages everybody not just Always the few people who have enough shekels well, to 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 pay out for it well not only that imagine like if you if you spend your time making something something you'll have the only one of its kind the only one someone's going to go why do i have this giant steel mug why do we have this giant steel mug with the BPL stuff on or whatever? Well, you're like, well, I, I made it at the Cannon Foundry out of a spent barrel blank. You know, you can do that. Awesome. I don't have I I don't have one of those. I wish I did, but they really, really carefully watch those things. I just want to know it exists. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> that, that's but right. yeah, I God, I wish. I'd <laughs> just call it Ryan Mattel, be like, hey, you got any tube laying around? <laughs> they will you say no in German. Shows? Yeah, they, they will say no in German and slam the door. But the the thing is, is if you make your own thing, if you make your own hoodie, you make your own shirt, you make your own shawl, you have the only one of it, the only one. And I think that's brilliant. If, if you have something that's unique, it's that much more important. And I waffled on the idea of merch for so long because I had someone multiple times uh come up and say why don't you do merch and i said it has to be ethical non-exploitative and it has to have value in someone's life those are my requirements 
ethical means I don't want to take a shirt that's made in a sweatshop and then slap my face on it and then charge my fan base $40 for a shirt that cost $8 to make that paid a worker 10 cents. Mm. I don't approve of that. I don't want it to be exploitative and saying, you have to buy all the shirts to have all the shirts. You have to buy all the pins to have all the pins. Sorry, Diggs, I know you collect pins, but uh, I I would rather I got have my something. BPL pin. Correct. There are a handful made, and they were the only ones ever made, and I paid to have the mold destroyed. So, <laughs> Wow. So That's how you make scarcity makes makes. They were value. made out of metal and everything, and they're beautiful. They're made out of metal, and they actually have gold in them. Um <laughs> So Honestly, not on the not the, on the, the backing, like <laughs> but the idea is I want to make sure that something is unique and there's nothing that prevents anyone else from making their own because mm. I'll never argue that the idea. What I want is also does it have meaning in your life? Anybody can have a shitty coffee mug. I bet if all of you go into your cabinet right now and open the fucking door, you will find a hundred goddamn coffee mugs. Yeah, I have three shells because the woman in the exactly. house loves her mugs. Yes, and exactly. And once in a while, I like a mug that I never use. So I use the same five cups since I met her. <laughs> we do have a well, right. believe it or not, mug. So. Well, what? that's what I mean. Everyone has that's mugs. Awesome. Everyone gets coffee mugs. But I'm saying if you go out and make one yourself that's a little fucked up because you took a ceramic class and your handshake, that's fine. <laughs> because that's just have as fucked up as the stuff I make. And everything has its imperfections, but you'll know because of those imperfections, it is yours. Uh, yeah. Just to finish off that before what you said is um, I had my hand over the nuke this discord button for like the first three months of it. Cause I, That's when hard. it first went up and after a little while, my text, I'm doing way too much. I'm trying to moderate the mods. I'm trying to like interview people and I got a whole uh, coming up on 500 people to watch over here. And it was kind of a, it was nice being able to like just let him handle the BPL and I came, like came over here and handled the ox. But as you said, I saw familiar names. Everyone from the BPL that came over here, I felt comfortable giving mod to originally. Um, just because I knew that if they messed up here, that's messed up in like front facing part of the BPL. Like why is the BPL allowing someone like that in there? So there was a there was a safety net because people value the membership in the BPL so much that if they were going to be a bad representation here, they shouldn't be joining here. So we had like an early staff and then I saw a couple people that I enjoyed and trusted and heard their opinions on things. I made them mods. And I think I picked some pretty solid ones from the Ox. All of them seem to have done some pretty cool shit with the place since I, they took over. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was, it was scary. Cause we, like you said, like a, earlier, Public facing discords are very, very like have a very high percentage of being being dead or just having like bots or terrible people and I'm constantly. And the yeah. fact that everyone came here kind of in the same way the BPL originally came here, where they liked tech stuff and they liked Texas mine and what he produced and he he they liked the the foundations and ideologies that he kind of shares with all of his uh you know, all of his yeah. fans and, and viewers. And it brought together a certain kind of possibly mentally messed up people together. And they that forms community because there's, you know, familiar bonds and people who, oh, you like S13, oh, you like Battletech, you know, that kind of thing brings people together. Just immediate familiarity and having similar enjoyments, you know. Oh, I would definitely say yes. in the Ox, mental illness is not a bug, it's a feature. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I prefer being called neuro spicy myself. Oh, I have not Ooh, heard I'll that. Remember one. that one. That's a new one. 
Yeah, my therapist said that to qualify my PTSD, and I was like, last time you said tragedy, and she goes, this makes me smile more. <laughs> I can't say I blame her. I like a therapist it. with a sense of humor. Oh, you yeah. have to have a sense of humor. I mean, it, here's the thing. Oh, the humor is how much you pay them. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> but it's not only that. Imagine imagine how much they have to hear people just bitch all day about inane things, you know. That there's like, no I... fix for because they just want to complain. <laughs> Some people just do that. Some people are marathon kvetching artists where they will just sit there and be like, the clouds are too dark, the sun is too bright, the hot dog is too hot, and there's no pleasing them. So, you know, me, I'm a perennial grump ass, and I find that, you know, if someone can make me laugh by sharing the diagnosis as being terrible, that's fine. And I think that everyone should enjoy those terms because... You're allowed to make fun of yourself as much as you want. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You got to laugh at yourself. Otherwise, you have take to, things too seriously. If you can't make fun of yourself, you're definitely not going to handle someone else making fun of you. Well, yeah. That, that's a bad situation to be in. Yeah. I mean, it's the number one rule that I always try to pass on to anybody because I'm autistic. And I find a lot of autistic people go, oh, I was unaware I was autistic. And I'm like, that's fine. Someone just made you aware. So you can go, oh. And then take that on board. Be self-aware. Make a joke at your self-expense. You know, have a little bit of oh, laughter, yeah. and then move on from it. You know, you can. <laughs> I'll say dad jokes all the time, and if that doesn't work, I have the Minecraft joke book. Oh God! Oh, he sent God, me two of them. They're terrible. <laughs> he was destroyed. Ah, uh, that's the punchline. <laughs> I keep but hearing they... that, and it just makes me die a little inside. <laughs> a little self-deprivating uh, humor goes a long way towards making the people around you also feel more comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because what's the other side? I mean, there's there's a limit. Someone coming in and just shitting on us constantly starts making everyone feel bad. But also well, yeah, someone coming funny. in and doing nothing but talking themselves up makes you hate that person. So there's really oh, yeah. no, there's a strong middle ground there where people are going to be proud of what they do but also know their faults and be able to recognize it. Well, some people think they fart gold, you know, they, they think everything. They <laughs> and do I'm panhandling. Is, yeah. It's, it's just, they, they think that the, the world revolves around them. And I, I hate to tell people, but we're all gears turning at different speeds interlinked together and uh, gears are replaceable. And if you turn hard enough, you'll strip your teeth out and be replaced. So I, I think it's kind of funny when you find people who are like, I am the Lord of all things and everything revolves around me. And it's like, no, <laughs> I we're all, we're all here already. to be here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those things where I, I want to encourage people to build. I, I know a lot of people, uh, unfortunately, try to reach out to me to say, I did this thing. Isn't this great? And I say, you don't need my approval. You need to just keep finding your self-approval. I am pleased I finished X. I am pleased I finished Y. If you set your own goals for yourself and you achieve them, you don't need anybody to tell you what's right or wrong. You know what you can do now. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that's, that's well said. one thing. Yeah. I, I like the whole idea of that, which I, and that's something that having joined the Ox that I have begun to discover for myself that I had spent the last 25, 30 years just consuming. I wasn't creating anything. I hadn't really engaged in any creative activity of any kind. And joining the Ox, getting, oh, uh, well, who yeah, doesn't have a podcast? Yeah, how's, uh, yeah, how's we, the we, podcast working? Yeah, you know, with know. our, our tens of listeners. Tens? Damn. Tens! I, let, me, let me tell you a fucking story. Uh -huh. It took me 
four years of making content on a near daily basis to pass a thousand subscribers for years. Oh, you man. can do anything if you're willing to push the stone long enough. Yeah. Well, that's going to hit that thousand in four years, guys. <laughs> yeah. We talked, we started, we oh, talked about it, you know, very early on, just the, the, the core group of us. We'll keep doing it. Even if we go to zero downloads, because a we enjoy hanging out and talking, and b it's just fun. It feels good to make something and to do a thing, and and to that end, what I have dis re rediscovered is that creation is good for the soul, and Absolutely. just make making stuff just yeah. to make it, putting stuff out there to be creative. You know, whether it's recording a podcast, whether it's writing a short little skit and recording it for somebody's YouTube video. Reading uh, a whether, it, yeah, whatever it is, yeah. it's just fun to do. Creating a, what we, you consider to be a particularly witty shit post, it just makes you feel good. Uh, and and it, it's, that's what gets me through the day, to be honest with you. If I may tell a, a, a quick bit of story about myself here, because it kind of ties in with what Haley is talking about. Um, when I graduated high school, I knew I wanted to do something art and creative wise because I've always been someone that likes to do it. And I, I dropped a tool. I'll pick it up. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. Just go hopefully on. it's nothing that is going to go off. No, no. I never keep loaded guns uh, when I'm working with tools. I always lock my ammunition up. Good. It is all in the safe. Good call. Uh, I just dropped a wrench and it fell about an inch away from my bare foot. So I'm like, ha ha ha. I almost lost a toe. So always <laughs> oh, wear steel toe boots. <laughs> Oh my God. Ouchie. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying. Uh, okay. Uh, so yes. Um, when I when I graduated high school, I, I knew I wanted to do something creative, but I wasn't really sure what to do. So I went to school for graphic design. And long story short, it was graphic a very design is your difficult... passion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We've all seen that meme, right? Yeah. <laughs> the like color, the uh, gradient rainbow with the little like clip art on it. That's the, what. I will say having a degree in that when I see things like that, it definitely gives me an aneurysm, but I digress. Mm. Um, anyway, I went through the program or the, the major and I graduated. It took longer than I wanted to, but I got out into it and found out that there was no jobs for it. So I ended up working in just whatever. And, you know, I've, I've done art and comics on the sides, but since I joined the Ox and have just been collaborating with people, it's really amplified things i want to say um for lack of a better word you know just being able to bounce ideas off of similar people and it's kind of led to me creating a lot of things both just personally and also things for the ox and i was actually having a conversation yesterday uh with with a co-worker of mine and we were just kind of talking back and forth about things and somehow we got in the conversation of um hobbies and art and basically what he was sort of saying was the idea that you know it's art you know art and hobbies and things like people can't really make time for them they've all got to make money they've all got to work for a living and i i kept positive the point where it's like if it's that important to someone it's something they're going to make time for you know i i think that in a lot of ways creating things nowadays has been sort of just undervalued in the importance of what it takes it's, it's more focused towards money but you know it like Haley had said it's it's good for the soul it's there's a reason our ancestors would paint cave paintings thousands and thousands of years ago of the world around them. They, art, art is a way of expressing the world around you, and 
putting your own sort of perspective on the way you see things. And with the Ox, you really get a lot of chance of that of people that aren't necessarily people that would in their day to day be the most interactive with people, but it, it gives them a place to flourish with, with like-minded individuals. And I, I think that at the end of the day, that's really the best value that people get out of the Ox is the ability to interface with other people and just create something bigger than themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody I'm gets to have being... the voice of a greater choir. Yeah, and being creative in any in almost any medium is just like it, like you said, it doesn't really matter about the success. It feels good being able to hear or see or feel what you've made. Like just well, knowing there's something new in the world that, like yeah. said earlier, you made something that's the only one of its kind, and you made it. Here you go. Well, that's the thing is, it's like I I started my professional career in many ways doing gunsmithing. And you, you'll learn that when you make a lot of stuff, you'll never see it again. It's, it's sad, but it's sweet because you made it, but now it's gone. And so you have to constantly find a new thing. And that kind of gave me that mindset of you have to constantly make stuff. It's it, because if you just sit there and you repair other people's things, that's neat, but it won't sustain you. You need to have your hands doing something. You need to have your brain engaged in looking forward to something. And even if a craft is imperfect, the skills it imparts, even if you fuck up, you can take what you fucked up on and apply it to the next one. And maybe that one won't be fucked up. But even if that one's fucked up, you've found now two ways not to do something. And, you know, it's like in gunsmithing. One of the first things you learn is hot and cold metal look exactly alike, <laughs> you know? And you're like, oh, is this hot? Yes. Is this also hot? Yes. You learn to wear gloves. You learn to do a lot of things. But if you fuck up enough, if you fuck up enough, you will teach yourself the right path just through attrition. So it's always important to never lose heart and to always build stuff, even when you're feeling bad, especially when you're feeling bad. Yeah, I have definitely found that when life is going going the roughest, when I am at my lowest point, the quickest way to snap out of it is to just engage, you know, with the people that I know in the ox. You know, let's let's you know let's do let's do something stupid. Let's come up with a dumb idea. You know, let's let's do some improv, or or maybe I'm going to sit down and write something, or record something, or edit something. Just anything to make myself feel like I'm accomplishing something. I am, I am doing something and I'm not just sitting here wallowing. I mean, you and I, we tend to shoot the shit back and forth throughout the week just of ideas of we're both working on or things we want to work on together later on. Yeah. And that, you know, that really helps get through the week. And, and that's, that? I'm sorry, go ahead, Dixon. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that's for me. I had, you know, I spent pretty much my entire adult life until joining the Ox as kind of an isolationist. You know, I, I worked, I had my working acquaintances, I had my immediate family, and that was about it. I just, I didn't engage, I didn't go out. But since joining the Ox, you know, I've made uh, acquaintances of, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of people. I've made friends, I've made some very good friends, some of them internationally. And oh, yeah. just being able to talk and hear different things and hear, know everybody's different experiences and to be exposed to different things. Um, I mean, uh, <laughs> Maestro, uh, who 
uh, for anyone who doesn't know, is, is in Germany. He and I have spent an obscene number of hours in voice chat playing Mega Mech and just <laughs> talking about, you know, our grandfathers being on opposite sides of World War II. Nice. And, you know, differences in uh, grilling there versus here and, you know, and different color, just, just stuff. And just really just learning such interesting different things that I never would have known had I not engaged with this community. You know, Crispy and I have become very, really, you know, very good close friends and even had an opportunity to, to meet in real life uh, a Heck few months yeah. back. I bought him and, dinner. Aww. Yes, but I didn't put out. Um, you know, know what? You got to get up high standards. Well, you know, I'm, I'm playing hard to get. Um, <laughs> but there's just, there's so many um, Mad Ducks. Uh, invited me to to play on his YouTube channel and record some audio and write some scripts and stuff. Just so many interesting, fun things that I never would have done. Uh, playing RPG again for the first time in almost 30 years. Uh, nice. Getting ready to GM my first game in over 30 years coming up oh, in, in the next month. Just for me, it has been a finding that the ox, finding this community and being able to have like-minded weirdos to hang out with. Um, it's, Text brings it's, in some good people. <laughs> well, I think, too, the community helps keep it keep th that way. Oh, no, no. It's the community people stay for. It's the same with the BPL. We'll get people who join BPL just because they want to be around text and text this. But if they're a good member of the Legion and someone who's going to be around a while, they make friends. They develop friendships and connections and spend... They start seeing text in another room and they don't immediately jump into that room. Like they, it's like built being part of a community is the community, not, not a person, not a specific thing, not a reason. Like you got drawn in by something and now you're staying for more because mm -hmm. you're not going to stay for one thing ever. Yeah. I would but, say uh, you guys are more the, um, the, the, the spark that, that lit the tinder of the, the fire. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like the, it, it, the it was way, a lot of like yeses and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> the way the way I always told the mods, especially in the BPL, is I said ideally I run this thing like the Japanese emperor of old, which is where you live in seclusion and you let the warlords run the country, and then occasionally you come out and you're like, I made a poem, <laughs> and they're like, that's that's nice. You know what? That that's makes wonderful. sense. That's 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 wonderful. Anyways, we we've been handling. All right, cool. I'm I'm gonna disappear for three more years. I got I got a thousand cranes to to fold. I'll yeah, see you I, I get it. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, it's well. The idea is is that you can either tell people how to live their life, or you can go have fun. And I find that most people, any given day, would rather have fun than rule anything. Mm -hmm. And in having a very flattened notion of hierarchy. Like I do, if if everyone holds each other accountable and everybody looks out for each other, you don't have to have somebody telling you anything what to do. Everyone can right. exercise that self-control and self-compassion and compassion for others by extension. Well said. Um, before we wrap it up here, is there any questions or anything you guys want to ask us while you have us on here? We can shoot back and forth. Uh, what, what, one thing I did have in mind earlier was, what was your guys' thoughts when you just saw how obsessed we were getting with beans? I'm curious. Uh, well, after after beating the beans out of you a few times in in RTS and forcing you to not talk about beans, uh, I, I the know whole you have month to have some, of lagoons. <laughs> yeah, I, I said I said if I whip your ass, this is these are the terms. 
And you guys took it in good stride. Everyone needs something to fight for. And I'm glad that you guys have found a symbol in something that makes farts, which is very close yeah. and dear to my heart. I think that that is, that is what's important, is to have your own culture and weird things and all sorts of silly, goofy nonsense. Because if you celebrate something that is all your own, no one can take it from you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We, we have a bunch of stupid and we like to celebrate it as often as we can. Yes, the madness is is absolutely a feature. Well, it's 100%. madness, but but madness it's it's also well intentioned. It's not just like wow, little random. Ooh. You you oh, run into yeah. people who actually try to help each other. Like if if any one of us fell sick, if if any one of us had an issue, if any one of us had a problem, I know that there's an army that would be stumbling over each other to try to help. And that's yes, a good that's sign roll. of things. That's how we roll. Our culture is help. Our culture is shit posting. But again, we do meth brickins, get the 800 YouTube flags, but YouTube can't take it down because it's for charity. So we, we all win something. The cancer kids get their wonderful support that they goddamn need. And everyone gets something from it. We get to shitpost, and our shitposting helps remove suffering from the world or easing it just a little bit. And that sends such a sweet message in times that are difficult and divisive to show that you can be a clown that throws pies that heal. Mm-hmm. It's better to be the light in the darkness than curse the darkness. And I will well, of say, course. Um, in the past couple years, with how nuts it's been, having an anchor to be a part of like a community like this is like compared to where I was before. And after joining the BPL, I feel like I'm in a much better place just because I know I have such a helpful community that is there. You know, we have an entire help page where people can talk about their problems and they get legitimate help and advice from people. That's, and that's what's that's, important. That's, something. that's, that's important. Cause it's very easy to sit there and be, someone can be like, my dog died unhappy face. And people just do a thumbs up. That's Facebook. Like that is literally what Facebook is. All you uh, can do is sorry, hun. yeah. Thumbs yeah. up thoughts and prayers. And I'm like, thoughts and prayers don't feed people. So when you find when you find people who say, you know what, I can't help you with money, but I can help you find resources. I can help you with knowledge. I can help you with coaching. I can help you with encouragement. I can link you up with people who can help you. That tireless approach to self-sacrifice to helping others is definitely a panacea for these times. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Just like this trigger pull is now four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> get snapped to it well uh, yeah i'm gonna need to actually weighten it up a little bit because that's a bit I mean, light I, for a revolver <laughs> i i'll take your word for it for context i know very little when it comes to guns <laughs> i have Revolvers. a person that i want someone to take a look at because i want it to get some work done on it but <laughs> uh no you don't <laughs> trust me it's a mosin run it into the ground it'll be fine like unless have you ever decosmoted uh, no. Well, for context, it's a Mosin that I, it's a sniper variant that we got. And I, the, the scope doesn't exactly stay in place because it's right. an after okay. conversion. Here, so. Here's, here's, here's the issue. Uh, does it have threads on the end of the barrel that have a little cap on it? Um, no, what? I honestly, we, that's something I have to take a look at, but what, that's what something kind of, we can talk yeah, about send, another time. Send me a picture of the screws on the side and I'll tell you when it was made. 
All right, I can do that. I, I He's really screws. big in identifying this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I know don't a doubt thing that. or two. I know a thing or two about guns, but just based on the screws of the um, scope mount, I could tell you because that's the old POPU optics get, yeah. uh, set, and a lot of those are newer in Belarusian. And yeah, I they, they work. It's just usually they're not fitted to it correctly, but that can be. Yeah, addressed. it's it's not the best fit. I tend to keep the scope off of it and just shoot with the iron sights. Reasonable, but. Yeah. Hey, it works, right? Well, yeah. at least it's not one that's in that... Yeah. I still can't believe that Obra, as you talked about, that was just with the DP-28 mag. That thing is it just... It works. It all fits. <laughs> it's cursed, but I love it. But it's cursed. The The idea of gunsmithing is there's a certain line where uh, you look at people and someone goes, why? And you light your cigarette with a torch and you go, why not? <laughs> and then... You I, file some paperwork and you have the obras. So eventually bad ideas happen in a shop where there's too much time. I've seen some cursed cursed guns before. I've seen a belt-fed yeah. Mosin. What? <laughs> How does that work? I could draw you a diagram, but I don't want to take the podcast up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We That's don't need fair. the ATF to come out here. No, it's like... not illegal. Uh, that's perfectly normal. Oh, okay, good. Uh, fabric link yeah. belt is perfectly normal. It's just, um, actually, in some states, that's a way around magazines. Uh, because you could be like, oh, it's not a magazine God. at all. It's it's one bullet at a time. <laughs> just rapidly. Yeah, well, it's it's belt-fed. It's it's not full-auto. That is the oh, difference. Okay. Yeah, bolt-action, full-auto. Does it play full music when you cycle it? Like, that's what I want to know, because that's what that's, it sounds that's, like. That is up to you. That is up to you. <laughs> that is not a feature I design. <laughs> all right well i just want to say i just want to send off saying that thank you guys so much for inviting us onto the oxcast first time that i think i've for, i've been on i'm not sure if tex has been on before have you i have not because i am he will be busy. soon again i think i i'm sure i'm sure yeah. it's it's always finding the time but uh in my day job you know and youtube and many other things i and other people's being, availability yeah it's one of those That's things where i problem. constantly do weird orbits so i i never know yeah. but yeah it well said digs and thank you guys for having us on here you guys just need yes. to keep up the good work because so far you've done well and i think that the spirit of that can carry you to many great places yet reached and i just want to say that man you two i mean helion and and crispy and to anyone else on the Ox that listens to this, anyone who would ever be in the Ox in the future, if you ever discovered it, you're the reason the community is the way it is. You can thank me and Tex forever for like pressing a button and typing Ox, but yeah, but we at the end of the day, we we've had we've had minimal oversight. All we did was post like some rules we like to avoid to make it as possible as being you know more comfortable as many people can. But it's really like. You, I mean, the Oxcast is like one of the first things that ever was a creative outlet outside of Mad Ducks ramblings, and I think <laughs> it, it's a testament to saying like the quality of characters here, and kind of it's a good show for the quality of characters in the Ox at all. So I thank you guys for being part of this community, keeping it alive, and attracting more people like yourself so we can make it better. Well, thank you, man. We really appreciate yeah. that. And thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Yeah. You know, this absolutely. is something that we've wanted to have for a while. And I'm glad we can finally get it set up. Yeah. Look forward to doing it again sometime. Absolutely. Hopefully, soon enough with the editors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys need to have them on. They are They're nuts. really great. They're really yeah. great guys. I, we need to have Jay Witt for that because I know that we're going to get 
a real great conversation out of that. Oh yeah, he, he, he and the other talk guy. circles with that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. All right. Well, hey guys, uh, thank you for listening to the Ox Unplug, and I guess we'll see you around. I thought this was an Ox podcast about livestock. What was this? <laughs>